0: again. Another unfair advantage podcast. So we're, we're, I don't think you need to talk that loud, man. Well, maybe I should turn on the input. You're projecting. Am I projecting? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're projecting. Am I projecting? Holy cow. Went am not to the red. Yeah, dude. All right. So we're in the underground bunker of Audi tradition where they keep the race cars today because we're visiting Will Barber, who is the club liaison.
1: Yeah. Hi. Happy to be here. Thanks, Will. Thanks for having me. Is This, yeah. this is number two. This <laughs> you're the number two. I'm the number two. <laughs> All right. And this is a this is about uh, the bachelor podcast. What are we what are we talking about?
0: Um, yeah, what's your what's your feeling on no? I don't think we want to talk about the bachelor.
1: Okay, do funny. we? We could talk about that if you want. You don't to. like that guy I'm, anyway. Pretty much, um, there are a few things that are off limits, but I'm, I'm open. So bachelor is on limits. Right, <laughs> bachelor's
0: within the scope, but okay, I'm, I'm good with that. So, uh, well, why don't we talk about you? I mean, I know who the hell you are, Bill. You know, Will is I, I know who Will is, but they don't know who you are, Will. No,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, so where, where do we start? Wilkesbury, a young Will Barber, all right, um, yeah, going yeah. to school, <laughs> sharing his lunch in a pail, sure, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, so I guess that's that seems like a logical place to start. Um, so yeah, um as you know by now, my name is Will. Um, I guess it makes the most sense to start kind of how I got into cars and, and go from there. Okay, let's go. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I, I think I grew up pretty similarly to most people that are in the club or listening to this, where um, we had some some family connections to, uh, to vehicles. Um, dad was, still is, super, super into um, Volvos, old British cars, random American muscle stuff. Um, one of my uncles is very into American muscle stuff, super into American motors specifically. So AMX Javelin, uh, he's also big GM guy. So is this Pantera uncle? No, different uncle. So jump yeah, head. yeah. Don't jump head. Um, <laughs> so then, yeah. then another uncle who's, uh, really into the Italian stuff. He has a, a Pantera. Um, and then uh, another uncle who was a former, I don't know if he was president or super involved. Um, but one way or another, he was, he was pretty deep in the Mercedes, uh, club down in Virginia beach where he lives. And he's always had some sort of 240 D or 300 D or whatever. He's, he's oddly enough, non, non turbo diesel guy, but, uh, God love him. Cause I mean, the commute from Virginia beach to Norfolk in the middle of the summer in a 65 horsepower car with no <laughs> AC and vinyl seats. It's, it's a look. It's a look for sure. So uh, kind of, yeah, kind of born into it. Um, my parents tell me that I didn't really like restaurants when I was a kid, so they'd take me out in the parking lot, and we just kind of walk around check stuff out. Um, my earliest actual memory, car-wise, is uh, I couldn't tell you where we were going, couldn't tell you what we were doing. My dad and I uh, were out probably going to a dealer because we used to do that on the weekends or a show or something like that, and um, <clears throat> we were getting gasped. And uh, somebody was in, like, an 80s Camaro next to us and left the pump, left the parking lot sideways. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And my dad was like, that's not really that big of a deal. Watch this. <laughs> so we had a, we had a 744 uh, turbo with the intercooler, manual transmission. And uh, he did the same exact thing. And he's like, don't tell your mom. And The first thing I did when I walked in the house was like, oh, mom, <laughs> Dad did the coolest thing. Guess what thing Dad just did? Right. Yeah, kids yeah, yeah, yeah. donut to me too. I know yeah. my kids throw me and yeah, donuts in a snowy parking lot. It's pretty honest. So then I mean after that, <laughs> you know, grew up in the 90s, so video games, all that kind of stuff. I, you know, played way too many of those. Gran Turismo, Forza, uh, Project Gotham, all that kind of stuff. And couldn't really obviously afford a car at twelve or something. So I, I was into the next closest thing, which was a bike at that point in time. Um always into transport in, in general not not so much planes because you can't really see a plane it's way above you not so much into trains we did not really, really have those um, so yeah then I got my first job at a uh, used car dealer in Dallas, Pennsylvania uh, where I was kind of detailing and it was neat because they specialize in European stuff um, but it was also cool because it was uh, the, the current owner had bought it the, the lot itself from my dad and my grandpa so I was third generation which was kind of cool as well um, so the, yeah, like I said, the place specialized in European cars. So a lot of, a lot of Audis, a lot of Volkswagens, Volvo's, Sabs, uh, Toyotas, you, you name it. I guess it's not European, but you know, whatever. You got to keep the lights on. Right. Um, so then that was where I had my first real encounter with the Audi brand. Oh, we had a, yeah, we had a two, we had a, a coupe, the coupe GT. Ooh! Me yeah. too. Yeah, we had a coupe GT, cool. and uh, I drove it, and it like, it looked cool, and it was cool inside, but it, it, wasn't really for me. It didn't really go anywhere. It was. Why you gotta be?
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm,
1: just, I'm just. This is. I'm being transparent. And a five cylinder. This is. This is a. I thought this was a transparency podcast. It is a okay, trans- transparency. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I, yeah, I have it. I have a car with that engine. <laughs> in it, you know? it wasn't. So you. Yeah, you can attest. It wasn't for me. Um, and the the thing was, I mean, before that I'd come out of, uh, a VR six GTI and before that it was some nine five arrow. So like, you know, a lot of the cars that we were driving were more powerful three liter BMW, stuff like that. you jump back, you know, all those years. And I mean, at that time we had the coupe right next to a 911 super coupe and an SC and it was the same deal where I got in it and, you know. First gear was somewhere in the radio, and second gear was you burn your hand off this the engine. Guy. <laughs> it this just guy was, talking smack. You know, words. it just, it was interesting. It had similar throws to like my dad's Cherokee, yeah. right? My friend's Wranglers. Um, but then I got in a, uh, it was, this is a lot, it wasn't something I owned, but um, we got our first 180 B5 Celebration. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, one of those weirdo colors. Uh, yellow yeah. one or black blue maybe no so okay. this one was so it was the <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's celebration. it was a it was a facelift car and it had the like MTM Bimoda kind of style wheels on it mm-hmm. sport pack gray 180 stick I'm gonna go with Hardman. It's probably not MTM's on that thing Fine. No, no 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 it was the OEM equivalent so like the uh, TT kind of wheel like all you know the, right. what was it 10 spoke whatever it was mm-hmm. um, and that was super super cool and then we got another one that was red and uh, a friend of mine actually ended up buying it, so I got to drive it a bit more, and uh, and I just remember there was like, there's something there's something about this, it's something really cool, and it was different than you know we had had um, S4s and S6s like you know first gen S4s S6s in the past, and they were cool cars, or S4s, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, just so yeah. people are yes yeah, sorry <clears throat> sorry or S4 or S6. No, I'm, just, I'm not, stuff. I'm not trying to ner- like yeah, yeah yeah no I like get benchmark it. your nerd. Sure don't know, yeah, to... yeah yeah you're trying to you're trying to check me I get it. no I'm, I'm trying try to fill in for the people <laughs> who may not. No, it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so R-S4, R-S6, five-cylinder stuff, tons of gauges on the dash. Like, it was super, super cool, but that was the first thing no, that I saw that was, you know, I didn't understand what five-cylinders meant, or I didn't understand, you know, they were stock cars, they didn't sound wild, they weren't the no, right. crazy. Um, I mean, for the time, sure, they were crazy, but uh, in terms of something that I saw that was, you know, the design was fantastic, the size was great, power was good, I mean, it was 1AT was leaps and bounds at that time. I remember my first 1AT backseat right. experience was giving a ride on the highway and I couldn't Yeah, like leave. this is insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never lose. You're, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you're always chipping injectors away from big power, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, I, I remember seeing that and that was super cool. And then, you know, some friends got uh, Golfs and one of my friends uh, bought the red A4. Another one bought a silver one that was a uh, – It was a six-cylinder, it was not the uh, 180 Tri-ZMAG, you know, it never really got there, but, um, and then we started doing the the Waterfest situation, it was probably like 2006, somewhere around there, Um, so it was kind of a cool time because, you know, I was, I was kind of going from college, from high school to college, so I was sort of figuring out what I wanted to do, and exposed to this whole tuning industry that was super, super huge on the East Coast, um, and going with my friends that had these really cool cars, you know, uh, TT two twenty five turbos on 180 four door golfs, um, with R bumpers and all that kinds of stuff. And then, uh, a fours that they did S4 body work on and black headliner swaps and a big brake kits and, you know, just really, really cool stuff. It was all attainable, but it was, it was super cool. Um, so anybody, yeah, forum shout outs. Um, Alex Kish was probably one of the bigger ones that got me into it. It's uh, Kish 0000 like the Audi rings. Uh, <laughs> he was one of the, he was one of my best friends and still a great dude. Um, but he, he was one of the ones that really, really got me into it. and A couple other friends. So I started going to Waterfest, and that was, I mean, Oh six was kind of, I don't want to say it was like a peak or anything. Um, but it was definitely, it was a Jayden. cool, peak. it was, yeah, it was a cool time because that was when the Audi group was huge Yeah. So you had some really impressive stuff. I mean, I was looking, doing some prep work last night just to make sure that I don't sound too much like an idiot on this thing. But um, the car that probably I really, really latched onto was uh, JJ Larson's uh, RS4. Oh, yeah. When it was white on Lobster Claws. That was for a moment, that was a project car on Ford, too. For a moment.
0: Yeah. that, That car had so many faces and. Yeah, you've seen
1: JJ it. It's JJ been, was on to the next thing. It's been quickly. red, it's been purple, it's been like NATO camo green, yeah. it's been it's been everywhere, it's been everything, it's got billions of miles on it. But at Does that he point, still have it? No, uh, he sold it to a guy that goes by Sparky and is in uh, Florida, Cloud9 Labs.
0: So, so really quick though, JJ Larson, the guy, started out with Dub Audi, at least that's kind of where most of us came to get to know him, yeah. went to AWOL, yep. um, started that up,
1: Yeah, and A&M then
0: with Matt Crane, with Matt Crane yeah. right, and now he's—I uh, mean—he's been around, done a lot of media and video production early on, uh, when when YouTube was just a, a a small thing, and then now he's doing media production for
1: Rotiform, I believe. Yeah, so he's got Rotiform, and he also does uh, driver. <coughs> Sorry, <laughs> you right there. Oh yeah. He also does driver supply. <laughs> driver supply. Uh, yeah, so he does driver supply, which is like a, another kind of clothing type thing, so far as I can tell. Um, still has an Audi wagon. He's got a. B8 that's facelifted and on air and road forms and stuff like that. still really, really, you know, from an execution standpoint, really good looking stuff. Super cool guy. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like what, what we got into it around that time. Um, and then, yeah, I went to college and figured for every what, every three jobs that I figured I'd sit in a cube and slowly die, I'd go for like one or two that I thought was actually cool. And uh, I landed in Philly at, uh, at AWE Tuning. And I was there for two and a half years. Todd and Jesse. Todd and Jesse. The whole crew in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Todd Sager is sort of the, I guess, godfather of B5. I think that's probably something he hates, but something that's kind of stuff. <laughs> I
0: met Todd like, no, <clears throat> it was probably, he was he had just started AWA, and I think he was still wrenching on like anything that would come in the door. But now they're pretty large.
1: Yeah, cost. so they, he actually started as a, uh, as, he I might get some of this wrong, but uh, sorry, Todd, if you're listening, but... Um, started as a like an air cooled repair shop. Um, he went on a road trip with some buddies. They took a bus, and by the time he got back, he kind of figured out how to fix the thing well enough that he could. <laughs> fix we even drove a bus. So. Right, so he could fix everybody else's, and then uh, then the Corrado came out. Uh, and I, That's when I'm. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was big on like Corrado list serves. Yeah, I can't remember. I think G60 might have been VR. I don't know, one of the two. No, there was one Corrado list serve.
0: This is super nerdy and early inside baseball for a, probably a lot of this audience, but yeah, that's that's
1: where there were all of us on that one. Yeah, concert. so he did that, and then his uh, he became friends with a guy named Garrett, who right. is Garrett from GIAC. Garrett was going to medical school in Philly, and uh, he bought a one eighty A four, and Garrett was able to hack into the thing and change some stuff around, and next thing you know. It, that morphed into and at the time.
0: Sorry, know, Garrett was like a um, kind of underground. Like different people on the list servers were like, "Oh, yeah. you got to talk to this guy, Garrett." Like thought it was brand name, no, it was just a dude's name. No, but he was Garrett. <laughs> he was making these incredible tunes for yeah. these cars. And then I think Todd, as Todd's coming up, um, just was like the first. Was it for the same
1: side? The first Jack I, distributor? Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So I think JAC was basically started in someone's driveway whether it was Garrett's or Todd's, one of the two but it was definitely a Philly thing and Garrett moved back to California since so I think they're in Irvine or something like that but uh, yeah, so that kind of then morphed into this okay, well a customer comes in, it's got an S4 with these turbos and what can you do? So it went from you know, stage one, stage two and then some fueling, exhaust uh, bigger turbos, RS4 turbos so uh, kf 4s from the KO3. Um, and, uh, it just sort of snowballed from there and, and he, I think they won some like, uh, sport compact car, European car challenges and stuff like that. The car ended up in Forza, which is kind of how I started hearing about them initially when I was growing up. And, uh, yeah, I ended up kind of going on as like sort of a front office guy, just kind of cutting my teeth and one thing led to another, and then I started doing all kinds of marketing stuff and forum stuff, and I'd go to shows on the weekends, which was cool, because I could still hang out with my friends, and they that's were still doing him. all that stuff. Yeah, that's where I met you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I met Sam Dobbins. Yeah. Sam Dobbins was a kid in a, a B5 Passat. It was Matt Black, towing around a trailer, selling t-shirts and pictures, <laughs> uh, and now he's creative director for Boston Wheels, and yeah. he does uh, really talented media guy. production stuff for, uh, for Volkswagen's <clears throat> He does a calendar that's incredible every year. Honestly, one of the more talented people that I've met and probably the most humble for sure. Super genuine. Yeah. 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 Great dude. Um, And then, yeah, it kind of snowballed from there. met a couple other people. Then uh, an opportunity came up with uh, Vortex Media Group, which was VW Vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the hell are they? (laughs) Which was uh, VW Vortex and Fortitude, uh, along with uh, Sweet Speed, which is a Volvo property, the Car Lounge, which is kind of like a catch-all Um, There was a couple other ones that, you know, were in various states of activity. Um, So I got to kind of keep doing a lot of the same stuff, um, but from a slightly different perspective. So that was kind of OEM interfacing, but also still, you know, with very much a foot or two in the tuning game. Um, Did some really cool long-term projects there. And then, uh, yeah, I don't want to gloss over it. I mean, I feel like it's, there's definitely a lot to be said about it. It's There's sympathetic ears in the room, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Part of that is it's weird having a conversation. This is a stage
0: in your life where we've worked <laughs> with you directly right. uh, yeah. at yeah, yeah, Vortex. Yeah. So it's to sit around and go, yeah, well, tell us more about that when we <laughs> yeah. were there. But, but um, so, you know, you came in, worked out of the Pennsylvania office, Pennsylvania office, because we were just starting up at that time. Yeah. But um, you went from kind of just producing to running when I went to Vertical Scope, you were running all those
1: sites, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Community uh, Group went through a buy-sell, and um, they were purchased by a company called Vertical Scope out of Toronto and sort of saw the transition through there. And uh, then an opportunity came up to, to work at Audi. I don't want to, you know, uh, again, it's weird, like George said, to kind of talk about this with the people that you work there with um, to a certain extent, but uh can't discount the experience at all i think we worked with obviously the full-time employees but a lot of the contributors a lot of the moderators a lot of the other people that we just sort of met along the way i mean uh dennis podmarkov is a great Damn. example so dennis sort of showed up in the parking lot one day when george had an r8 <laughs> yes what well, can i tell yeah, worry.
0: so story. so yeah we, we had an r8 long-term car for a while a red v8 that we used for a lot of events and I was dailying the car because I was the only one in these East Coast office at the time, so it was basically my car daily, and it was parked out in the lot. I had an office at the time on Chocolate Avenue there in Hershey, and Dennis was in high school, I think, he and a- after school rolling around with his crew in his C five, <laughs> and they saw an R eight. We're like, "Well, let's stop, and take pictures." Or who's the yeah, douchebag? It was just know. kind of weird. So, but for some reason they stopped. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing to see in Central
1: Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah, it's Like a. R8. And, and I think like it was like winter too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, no, I don't think it was winter. I think it was a little bit, maybe early spring. Yeah. I mean, it might've been. Yeah. Uh, and I think he was taking some tests or something like that. And he, he was driving through Hershey. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. And you
0: can't miss this. It was a red so, R8 with carbon fiber all over. But he, so.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, as we did more and more shows, he kind of kept showing up and he was getting, he was, he was just kind of, I don't want to say he was taking up photography then, but he was definitely a lot more. What well, was scary,
0: up. scary about Dennis. And I've always known he's going, he, I mean, he was gonna surpass me pretty quickly in talent but he's he's so he was so good on such crappy equipment early yeah. on yeah, right yeah, he had sure. a really basic camera because yeah. he's a high school kid and
1: how would you expect to have and mean at that point it's a four hundred dollar kit like well, it's not
0: cheap right right and and so i you know it was always wanted to keep in the back of our head Where like where he where's he gonna be when he starts when he gets a real ring and of course he's well down the road past that now totally yeah and uh moved to la yep. and and Honestly, plug for Dennis because we love him. But he's such a hard
1: worker, that guy, and, it's like, so, so crazy talented. It's insane. Uh, we used to ask him to do stuff all the time, and he would just – there was never, like, a, oh, I don't know. Yeah. He was just – he was in. I mean, I remember we uh, – we, when we went to Southern Withersie for the first time, which is was in Helen, Georgia – 2013, they're kind of going it. back again, right? Well, like there's mean, something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. you should go. Cool. You should get your
0: who's, who's who's promoting that? Uh, it's uh, you know what I can't remember what, his name. It's I, a backfire. So it's Corey. But, oh, it's but no, but no Cory's no, involved. But Corey's, involved but Corey's involved, but it's the guy who does Fix Fest Brandon. in Florida.
1: Oh, Brandon Chasen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So well, Brandon, no, did Brandon, did fix Fest. Brandon does. No, no, it's not Brandon.
0: Also, it's it's. But Brandon's involved in it. Brandon's involved.
1: Okay. So it's sort of like a it's like a super group of promoters. It's
0: like what's that? What's that band that Tim's going to? traveling over it's like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: of uh of of shows like yeah sure shows. okay cool so yeah niche reference
0: you should go because um, i'm he's going down for two weeks because i think the week after is european
1: experience we'll see we'll but see i'm only again. going out for that weekend okay so well, we'll, i'm doing both so cool well we'll see if uh we'll see if we can make it happen but um in any event uh yeah, like we, we took him the one time and uh, just like, look, dude, we'll cover everything. Just just do Instagram. Like, it's, I can't. I, I just got so much other stuff going on, right? And the kid ran the hell out of it. Yeah. Killed it. Killed it. Off of a phone, an iPhone 4 or something at the time, right? Like, no portrait mode. Just, I don't even think we had Lightroom on our phones back then. Like no. I, mean, I, don't, I know. No. I know it's weird to have that on your phone now, but like, whatever. At may. Um, so yeah, so, uh, him, a bunch of other people, like really, really cool people along the way. So that was huge. And then, yeah, the, the opportunity came up, uh, to work down here in Virginia for Audi. And I think that's always kind of like the dream, right? Is, is to work for an OEM or somebody who's heavily involved in something that you're really interested in and jumped at it. sort of haven't looked back since. It's been a pretty cool run to almost three years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Three years at Audi. Um, uh, in May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what what do we want to talk about next? What's next?
0: Well, um, we do have questions for the internet, but we'll get to okay, that. Okay, cool. <laughs> <I'm> terrified. Yes. <laughs> well, why don't you tell, tell us a little bit about what you do at Audi? Because mm-hmm. I think that's probably when you talk about the questions, some of the questions we got, even from Ray, mm-hmm. uh
1: yeah, you're right, but I can't answer those.
0: So. Right. So we'll we'll get to those. But yeah. like it sounds like some people might think that you and Mark Del Rosso oh. are sort of interchangeable. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: me and Mark Mark Del CEO, CEO of the dude. company. Yeah. Same dude. <laughs> we share uh, yeah, we share watches.
0: So, so really critically, I don't know that I properly introduced at the beginning, you are the liaison to the club, which yes. is um, has long time been a, a position that's kind of bounced around uh, mainly the marketing department at Audi. Yep. Uh, when I came in it was uh, Julie Longley who was in marketing and uh, I think prior to that it was Doug Clark who was in marketing and then Aaron Keating who was in marketing these yep. are all probably names a lot of people don't know but then it, it um, we got the suggestion actually from uh, Larry Koch over at BMW who had retired from BMW that we ask the Audi to consider putting it with people who are you know genuine enthusiasts rather than having a follow position like yeah. Aaron, is how Aaron Keating yeah, lover sure. but how how um that that uh, she inherited the role, and so we we asked that it go over to you guys, and I think that's where they were. Karen was kind enough to put that request in, and right. it got bounced over to you guys. So it's
1: yeah. So um, yeah, important to note. So obviously the building is not filled with enthusiasts.
0: No, with well I don't, I don't take
1: that's a good thing. Yeah, because it, I, I think at the end of the day, let's I mean, qualify that because we don't want to. Aaron. Aaron was an enthusiast. I think they all were to well, a certain extent. Ar- but Aaron got up at National the year she
0: came and spoke. And was like, uh, I'm not a car person, right? Like that's, okay, that's fair enough. But but I think I think more importantly, <laughs> I think
1: it was there. Yeah, you
0: don't need to be yeah, a car yes. person to understand the business side of this right. business. I think where the where the really what we would call a car person is also often like product planning, and yeah. and, and those people are like in the weeds. Yeah. Get it? You, you know, as with any team, any specialists in a lot of things.
1: They can't all be nerds. You know what it'd be fine. Right. And, and I mean, we're whatever. As a, as a business, we go pretty deep. I mean, we've got a lot of people in logistics. We've got a lot of people right. in quality. We've got a lot of people in, you know, technical assurances. We've got a lot of people in customer experience. Like it, it it's it takes a village for sure. And I think that it's a it's definitely a good thing that we have such a variety of people who are both enthusiastic about either cars in general, the Audi brand or just their individual field. Because I mean, at the end of the day, if this thing was ran truly by like nothing but enthusiasts, you guys would yeah. sell we, would sell, we would sell five or six wagons. Brown and right. uh, Brown, no
0: sunroof RS4s and RS6s. That'd be the whole lineup.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I get, yeah. So I know that it's kind of music to the ears of, probably the listeners of this thing but <laughs> because they were from a, yeah from a from a paycheck perspective when, it would only last so long. In fairness to everybody on that
0: fourth floor over at the building though your job is to sell cars and crossovers currently in this
1: market sell and well, so we, right so our, I, again like I got, I'm in after sales so once the car is made built everything's good to go drives off the lot that's kind of where we take over. Um but yeah I, it it's this is a very com- it's a very competitive space we we are dic- you know, our sales are dictated by what people want. So obviously we make what people want, we make what people are gonna buy in, in mass. And right now, to George's point, that is that is sort of more of a crossover thing. So you see Q seven, Q eight, q I'll tell you Q three coming soon. Just spend some time Q eight
0: it is a really great car. Like I, I, yeah, this, cool. this, I wrestled with it the whole time. I'm not a crossover person, but I really liked the car and it was, yeah. we had it off road, like rallying it even. It was amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see what like an rsq 3 it will be like that new Q3 looks fantastic. And to yeah. the
1: two, I'm have not, no, I'm not asking you about it. No, no, no. I, I haven't <coughs> gotten a chance to drive one. I was in uh, Germany a couple of weeks ago and saw it up close personal and personal. It's, it's a good looking little, little truck. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically where I take over, like I mentioned, was sort of when things are already completed. So product has already you know, figured out what the spec is, and it's already been engineered and designed and tested and everything like that, and then we come in for things like accessories, service, uh, anything that has to do with warranty, Audi collections under our umbrella as well. Um, so personally, I focus more in on accessories and in on collection. And I think it's, it's kind of a cool thing to do because... And, and most of that is, is going to be focused at dealers specifically. But I think the accessories portion is really, really cool because, you know, we – George said something in the in the last podcast about how, you know, anybody can walk in and, and lease an S4. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I know on the East Coast where, you know, priorities might be a little bit different, it is kind of a big deal. But still, you know, the car is but great. To clarify, I didn't say that. I was quoting it right turner, yeah, yeah, but We yeah, won't right. name, but, but we yeah, all know what we'll we're talking about. Name. Yeah, we
0: know
1: what we're talking about. <laughs> but, love, love them, but
0: – yeah, I do love him.
1: Uh, yeah, great guy. But it, the the fact remains that, you know, the car comes off a lot, and you choose your color, and you choose your interior, and cl- you choose all these things, and it's all wonderful. But in order to truly make it yours uh, and make it a, sort of a congruent piece of your overall lifestyle, that's kind of where we come in. So if you like to mountain bike, you get a you know, you know get a roof rack for the thing. If you hike, maybe you'll go all-weather floor mats, or maybe you get, you know, clear film if you're, well, I don't know, if you just drive in a place where, like, you know, the road, The roads get ashed from time to time. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot that you can do the cars, uh, carbon fiber mirror caps, carbon fiber spoilers, um, the titanium exhaust for the S6, great example of that. It seems um, like in the time, I don't know that, uh, I don't want to pat you on the back like you're yeah, the please re- no. man
0: responsible for it, yeah. but, but it, it, it seems like in the time you've been there at least, and of course I know Ian's had a large hand in this, uh, Ian Avila, who also works with the club, um, is... It seems like there are more performance products. Whether that's those carbon parts, oh, or whether it's the us not get ahead of resonators.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. But yes, we are uh, we are driven by market demands. Mm-hmm. So as the demand is there for certain things, we we go after those certain things. Um, whether that be you know the exhaust, whether that be carbon fiber that's a bit more aggressive potentially. Okay. I'm um, gonna move over here because the mic seems to be picking me up really loud. Okay, sorry. Dinner. Yeah no 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 um, but yeah so there's a, a lot more exciting stuff coming on the, on the way and I think that um, most of you if you're listening to this probably have an indication of, of what that is specifically um, not not gonna get into all that stuff but uh, just know that we we hear you loud and clear and we're working uh, as quickly as we can to get something into market that's that fits what you're after. Thanks. Well. Yeah. Um. World Club. Care to talk about that at all? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess some. My first exposure to club is probably man 2014, 20, 2014, something like that. The um, the national event that happened in Texas. Oh, were you? Or, right. Yeah. So you I was down there, there. Yeah. Yeah. So I was down there for Lone Star Lama, um, and kind of went along with the club and, and um, covered it to a certain extent. Uh, but it was, you know, it was, it was really cool to see everybody come out, especially from a different area. I mean, we're, I'm, I've been in the Northeast pretty much my whole life, so I'm very accustomed to what happens up here, what people are driving, what people are doing, how they act, where they go, that sort of thing. So it was nice to see that from a different perspective, um, meet a lot of people. Uh, Aaron Plann's one that kind of comes to mind immediately. I think he still contributes to the magazine. Yeah. Aaron's the magazine. Um, Aaron's from magazine. He used to be on the Border Club, um, does his thing. Yeah. No, no, no. Great dude. Um, so yeah, that was really, really cool. And then, you know, anytime you can go to Circuit of the Americas and watch world endurance challenge, that's always a really cool thing as well. Um, but that was kind of my extent of it. And then when I came on to Audi, then the Georgia one, was it 2015, 16, something like that? Yeah. Were you with that? Yeah. Did you come down there? I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, that was kind of when Aaron was sort of, that's when Keating spoke. Yeah. yeah so that was With when Aaron down. was kind of more sunsetting from uh, a club role. And then, um, you know, uh, after sales was looking more to kind of step up and, uh, myself and a coworker came down to kind of check it all out. And, you know, they, they, George is a pretty well run, pretty well oiled yeah. machine. Um, so it was really United cool season. to, yeah, 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 so, you know, they, they have drive routes. They have like, it's, it's very clinical the way that they, they have it all done. Um, and then going to petite was obviously really cool too. I didn't get to see the race, but I was there for night practice. Cause I think I had to run back here for H2O uh-huh. or something. Yeah. There was great. another event the next day. Um, we, tro- we
0: uh, yeah, Bill and I left Georgia, Georgia. at like, I don't know, 2am to make it up to H2O. To make it yeah, up. dude, it was nuts.
1: And that, did you guys drive the, the green car? We drove the, the green name? car.
0: We had two cars. I think we drove separately, which was worse because we couldn't. One uh, guy couldn't sleep. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. But. So we had a um. At the time, we had one of the, Audi exclusive edition S3s. The one of the viper green Skittles ones. Skittles cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the Skittles cars, and it was you know green stitching, green beltline trim, green everything. Uh, uh, it was it was wild. Um, people really really loved that thing, and I think that ended up help, you know helping to sell some of the raffle tickets, which was huge. Um, but when it comes to my role physically with club and kinda how I got started with that, it's you know, once all that had sort of transpired and um Aaron had, you know, moved on, uh we went and kind of drilled through everything and looked to see, you know, from our perspective at least what's working and what could use some improvement and put some stuff together and now the club was pretty receptive to that. And uh then you know, Karen made her decision to step aside and Paul came in and we kind of kept going and uh, I think about that time George so, came on Bill came on so Karen just fill in names for
0: people oh sure yeah, yeah. Karen Chadwick who been head of executive director of the club for
1: 20 years probably decades
0: yeah, yeah. and then um, Paul Truis, former Flying Lizard alum who uh, took over a year and a half ago now something like that um mm-hmm. Yeah, is November of seventeen. Memory? Yeah. And then and then yeah, we I think we came on in spring of sixteen. We did I sort of Mark uh, May. Nothing. 16. 16. Yeah, and so I mean we're we're we're, we're, not we're not the subject here, Bill. But we're Will's guys. Is, Will is <laughs> kind of a big deal. No. Alright, fair. Will is kinda of, Yeah. It's
1: debatable. But in any event, um yeah, so we were pushing Club to do a lot more uh, you know a lot more things online. Um, the magazine was a focus as well because I think that, you know, while it's, the, the chapters are definitely our, our, our strongest asset, um, it's also important to understand that there are a lot of members who don't get to chapter events for one reason or another. Um, and we need to make sure that we can provide them something of value regularly so that way they stick around. And I mean, <clears throat> you know, the discount's great, um, but you're only buying something so often. Um, and I think the club, as we've all made pretty clear, is not about spending money. It's mm-hmm. about the experience. It's about the people. It's about all that kinds of stuff and, and having this shared enjoyment. So, um, yeah, pushed really, really hard for the magazine, which I think hopefully you guys have all seen by now. Uh, I think it turned out really, really well um, in terms of a, a first swing at a Thank new you. layout and a new paperweight and some stylistic changes. I, I don't think anybody can be unhappy you know, unhappy with that necessarily and I would say going forward that's kind of what we want to keep doing we want to build on the things that are already strong we want to improve the things that are you know that have some room for improvement Um, but we want to make sure that you know regardless of if you've been to a physical event in the past 12 months that you can still point to something specifically and say that club benefited you in a way because of this or that or whatever Um, and I think that, uh, you know, Paul Truis in the central office, George and Bill, um, and a lot of other people here have, have done a really good job of, of doing that. And I think that's, you know, just from the feedback I've seen between Instagram and Facebook and some event attendance stuff that I've been a part of, um, it's, it's definitely, it's a lot different. Um, I don't think all change is bad. So it's. I think it's. It's moving in a way that is going to be beneficial long term, especially when it comes to attracting you know a younger audience. I think. I think the, you know, changes ever is what it is, right? It's
0: right for right now, and so not the club's been through a lot of eras and a lot of really cool things and whatever. But I think it was. It was ready for a shift to, some of these things.
1: Yeah. Right? Some so, things. Some things for sure. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. But um, I you know it's it, the team is in place now. The board is
1: pretty strong, and yeah, and and anyway, yeah. So I'll be going to hang out with them in uh, right. what like a week and a half here in right. Dallas, I think. Yeah. Um, for next week, so we presenting.
0: No, well, um, we didn't talk yes about and that. No, we don't need to go down that road yeah. here. Well, but, <laughs> but I am. Well, I know you are, Probably. but I think, uh, there was talk of having us phoning because we're not. Yeah, going, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Make the cut, Bill. <clears throat> I never make the cut. Yeah. It's totally, totally uh, fine. Yeah, so,
1: man. That's um, fine. And I, I, so I'll be going there and going over some things. And I was fortunate enough to get invited uh, a couple of weeks ago to Inglesot to present the <clears> same kind of <throat> ideas to um, uh, really? Audi Club International all over the place. So representatives from you know the Netherlands and from you, Mexico. The
0: one you just did a couple yeah. weeks ago? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about another one to go over and do. No, nah, man. It was a, that was a one-time <laughs> thing, and I don't know if I'm going to get invited back. but. <laughs> Uh, but in any event, you know, I, I had the opportunity to kind of shed some perspective of an importer at least I understand that a lot of the countries over there have a physical manufacturer. I mean, even Abbey Club Mexico manufacturer, um, we don't have that here in the States, so our perspective is going to be a little bit different, but it's still valuable to sort of understand how the company works a little bit deeper than a face value, so that way when we think about, you know, adding value to brand or to whatever... We can kind of figure out more ways that we can integrate, and, and I think there's a lot of congruencies there that maybe we don't realize uh, right it, off the bat. To me, it's weird in that like the little bit I've seen of of Club International and the European clubs,
0: it seems like they're still in a place of, um, or rather, they're just in a place of it where the, the focus is vintage cars. Uh, and so it's a it's a group where these vintage car owners can sort of congregate and network. And it seems like the American organization has sort of shifted to it's for that, I suppose. But it, but more importantly, it's simply a network of owners in general. So it's yeah, it's much more focused on modern cars and for sure. And you know, people who don't necessarily collect antique cars, but but yeah.
1: own and enjoy their whatever their current car absolutely. Is. And it's it's you know, in America we don't have. Audi heritage on a level that they do in Europe. So you're going to have, you know, in the Netherlands, you have an NSU club yeah. and we, you know, we don't have that here. Um, cause it doesn't really make sense. I don't, I don't think. Um, but there are, you know, there's a lot, there's, there's certainly rich Audi history that we have elsewhere that we don't have here. So, you know, that, that whole adage where <clears throat> something new in America or something new in, in Europe is very old in America. It's, it certainly applies. Yeah. Right. Um, why don't we uh, talk a little bit uh, about your future? What you <laughs> about my future? <laughs> I was looking like, for 2019. Where am I going to be in five years? No, this year. Um, I honestly... Or, or what's going on with Audi this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So for, for me personally, honestly, I have no idea. I'm just kind of taking it as as it comes. It's all very exciting. So I don't really try to get bogged down in long-term planning. It's just you. something happens, you react to it. Right, and you right. Go from there. Um okay. Well, that's not how Audi I react. So what's year? Yeah, that's <laughs> not how we act, though. No, no. Um, so what's the year look like here in Herndon? Yeah, yeah. So the year in Herndon, it's it's going to be a big one. Um, it's going to be a really busy one. So we we round out last year with uh, all the CD segment stuff getting refreshed. So A6, A7, A8, all new Q8. Um, we have Q3 coming very very soon. We have a couple other things that are coming later in the year that I am not going to comment on. But just, I'm sure, you you know, there's, something's leaked somewhere, I'm sure, but um, I, I'm not going to comment on it, but uh, we'll, we're going to be keeping ourselves quite busy uh, throughout the year. And that's, you know, not just with new vehicle launches and things like that, but um, on the after sales side, we're bringing in more CPO cars than ever before. <laughs> so there's a lot of servicing that has to happen there. There's a lot of logistics that have to happen to make sure that these cars are physically serviceable, that we have. The parts on the shelf so that way, you know, if you're CP, if, if, if we're waiting to CPO a car because of brakes or something like that, we need to make sure that we have those brakes in stock. There's a lot, you know, one of the things that I've learned since coming on here is that, you know, we sell a car, great, appreciate the purchase, but there's so much that goes on before or after that. Um, not necessarily just in, you know, the six months before, the six months after, but um, for years, decades after the fact. I mean, we have we sold what 80,000 cars in, in the year 2000, something like that. So we have a lot of cars that are aluminum space frames, TTs, A8s that still need servicing that we need to have rotors for that. We need to have control arms for that. We need to have body panels for, yeah. um, so, you know, while it's great to hang your hat on current sales, um, and I'm not saying anyone does because that's not, that's not what we do. It's not, not how we are. It's not how we got to, to where we are, but, um, we are constantly making sure that everything is in place so that whether it's a new car or an older car, we can we can service you. So we can fix you. That's kind of a segue. It may
0: be a segue you may not want to make, but I'm going to make it anyway. Okay. So we'll move to, to questions by uh, listeners or members. Posted yeah. on, we posted to Instagram, to Facebook that we were going to be talking to you. So we have some questions okay. from them. Um, But where I was going to segue first was you talked about parts for old cars. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this. I do. There's a really cool van out there. I do. It says Audi tradition on the side. Well, it's actually a Volkswagen. I didn't say it was an Audi. I just said it was really cool.
1: (laughs) Did I? What did he? Okay, you got me. It says Audi on the side, really big though. It does. Yep. Yep. So one could have made that mistake. Sure. So. I cannot comment on the process or anything involved in opening up or where we're at in the process of opening up Audi Tradition at a larger level. But what I can say is that the newest vehicle that Audi Tradition services currently is the first NTT.
0: Which we have plenty of.
1: Right. Which first we have one in the country
0: sitting out there in the... Yeah. In yeah, the, yeah, One of the
1: first ones in the country, Super Low Mile. It's right yeah, outside the window. The but um, but yeah, so it's, it's something. And I mean, we're always... We are a customer focused company so if there is need for something that's a that's a larger need that makes sense for us to get into i will definitely get into it so um you know watch no official real comment on that yeah just kind of watch the space okay is that a was that an internet question uh,
0: No, it's just because we were talking about old car parts <clears throat> and i know we sure. always get the question about out tradition Yeah, traditional yeah, because yeah. like yep can, can you speak at all to if, if you're somebody right now in mm-hmm. the United States, who's got a weird, like for instance, I'm an 84 or 4,000 quadra, yeah. which is a super nerdy car, sure. but a lot of obsolete parts. So if something breaks and I need a part and I mm-hmm. see that Audi tradition in Germany has it in their warehouse, mm-hmm. is there a way today yes. for a, an American to get those parts? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. So we, I mean, so long as, is There is a need or a want for it, yeah. uh, you can go into your dealership and request a specific part or something like that, and then that will set forth a sort of change of chain of events that gets us involved, that gets Germany involved, and you can get what you need. Okay, yeah. So, my guess
0: is some dealers are more open to those sorts of requests than others because sometimes a parts
1: counter guy will look at you a little cross. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, all of our dealers are independent, so it's it's certainly um, It's up to them ultimately yeah. um, what they do and do not do. Um, but uh, more often than not, depending obviously on how obscure the thing is, there's there's a, a path for you to get what you need.
0: Okay. So for Mont, not you're not saying this, I am, but if if you have an idea for a dealer who you've had experience with, you can who's willing to help you with that if somebody posts to social yeah. media or something and looking for a way to get those parts speak up because sure. those dealers who get it, we certainly want to reward them. And, and
1: obviously those of us need parts just having an effective way of yeah, I mean, getting mean Any dealer is going to gonna appreciate the free advertising in the business. So if you come across something like that and you want to share with the group, yeah, definitely.
0: All right. So I'm going to go to the questions. Yeah. Let's do uh, some, 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 some kid named Dennis Pobmarkov <laughs>
1: <laughs> accuses you of being a, 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 a meme lord? Yeah, that's a compliment. Um, he, um, his roommate Colin, uh, who's involved in the club to a certain extent, also a really, really talented kid um, out in California from Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, we have he's, a group. We got the Maxi- It's Colin? The layout for SoCal Euro? He, yeah. he and his okay, girlfriend cool. are in that. Yeah, him and Rachel. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, super cool kids, group, really really talented. Um, but yeah, we have a we got a group chat on Instagram. We DM each other regularly. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm in mean this, Billy. This yeah, maybe it's, it's age. Of, no, uh, it's, it's I'm way too old for this age. <laughs> There's H-Cats. a lot of really good stuff going on uh, surrounding the the fire documentary. Oh, uh, So, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but I have. Okay, I've, I've seen both have, of them. Oh wow! See, okay, I, so I, I I may, I'm heavy. Really, I may be old. But I, but I haven't seen either of
0: them, but I went to fire. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> the lunch oh, was amazing. Okay. The cheese
1: sandwich <laughs> yeah. was off the chain; it was fire. We get it, George. You do cool stuff. <laughs> um, no, I yeah, that's kind of what's going on right now. So yeah, thanks, thanks, Dennis. I appreciate so appreciate the shout. Ray Reyes, who I think is trying to get you fired, I have a couple questions <laughs> for
0: him, which you alluded to earlier. Yeah. Uh, you go now and comment. We'll say what we know. So Ray, who actually I know has money on an RS6 and is a yeah. dealer. Says, yeah, when yeah, is the release date for the US bound RS6? No comment. No comment. I don't think we know anything here either, but I'm going to guess since Ray has money on an RS6, he maybe has, I, has uh, as much Intel yeah. as any of the rest of us. That's yeah. right. Um, will Audi build eTron GT in its tr- ca- all caps true form and void a Toyota Super mistake? Sick. <laughs> well, um, it's not going to be based on a BMW, so there's a plus. Toyota Super <laughs> that's, is. that's
1: right. That's, that's correct.
0: So um, we went up. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So outside of it not being in collaboration with BMW, I cannot comment on future product. But I would say that um, you want to watch the big game this weekend. Oh yeah, it's going to make a special well, guest I think, appearance. I think the um, there,
0: there's an ad that was going to be this Dropped. We didn't.
1: We were driving here to see you yeah. today. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So we missed it. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> but uh,
1: but can apparently you, we can YouTube it after this. Okay, Well right. right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. We saw it. So look um, for it on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, or if you're uh, if you're watching the big game, because um, I don't think you're allowed to say no. Yeah. Can't say it. So um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. It's super cool. Hat, great, great stuff. Like a, like a, like something you would eat out of, like cereal. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like, no, very, but like very, very if form. it were one of those, right, it would be I, like the superhero version of one of those. Yes.
1: Like, yes.
0: Right. All right. Got it. Yeah, um, man. This was. <laughs> Ray, I'm just going to pass on the rest of because, uh, <laughs> Sorry, Ray. It's
1: just surprising. Hey, can I just read it? Uh, it's about... It's oh, yeah. No man. no comment. Uh-huh. And uh, charging stations for the Audi brand. So um, as of right now, so far as I'm aware, uh, there's a lot of news surrounding Electrify America. So I would say in terms of charging network, definitely look at that stuff. I, it's very far away from what I touch on a day-to-day basis. I'm very uneducated, I was gonna say, so do I don't you know, feel comfortable
0: on charging because I'd heard like I was just on that Q8 event on mm-hmm. uh, Colorado and they were there were other journalists talking about like some cars for instance a few of them and had the new I-Pace Jaguar their electric one is the I-Pace the mm-hmm. non-electric one is the E-Pace the but, I-Pace right the I-Pace, I-Pace is the electric one the E yes. the E is not electric but anyway Interesting. The, he took an uh, is it it's, it's I-Pace isn't it I-Pace, I I-Pace. I-Pace. no I-Pace oh, the, is the electric one I-Pace is the electric one yeah E-Pace is not electric. I thought it was F-Pace. I don't know. Maybe. Is there an E-Pace? I, who knows? Dude, I don't know, E-pace. It's a Jaguar. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm this, sorry. It's a Jaguar. This is an Audi Club thing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but you no, know, the talk was that like some chargers, like Tesla superchargers may not be compatible with. You don't know any of that? I have. Talked no, to the e team? Yeah, I got no clue. Sorry, guys. All right. Uh, Steven Clark. One star chapter.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. I, I missed Sam Dobbins. He yeah. just called you a legend. That's, that means a lot. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. That's kind of neat. Sam, you're a legend too. He is a legend. Yeah, we gotta hang out more. He's got a great beard. I he really you're, does. You're working on one, but I yeah. Got this is just Sam. this is just laziness. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's so cold up here that I was just like, I need something yeah. on my face. I mean, yeah, till you get snowing. I hate that. Like when yeah. you go skiing, you get snowing. Um, I would. I, I would know, guys. can you grow a beard? No. No, I was. Uh, I right. took my roommate's dog for a walk yesterday, and I came back in, and it was it was a little it was a little icy. You had a little ice on the beard. Yeah, yeah. It's See, fun. I, I'm, I'm jealous. It I, I want to, I'm not want trying to flex so. about my beard, and it's you, like by any stretch. did you do like a bad teenage mustache,
0: Bill? I could do a, and this, <laughs> this is like a <laughs> <no> joke. <laughs> joke. I could I could do a Fu Manchu. So <laughs> just saying, no, not a you know, But you could still get that's ice right. on the Fu Manchu. Well, it looks like you have ice on your beard. Not the, no, it's great, right. dude. No, I'm just oh, talking. that's what sucks. Yeah, we did side now. Oh, you. All right. So Stephen uh, Clark. Yeah, we won't start Clark. What's up? Most Star Um caught the first podcast, says how awesome we were. Cool. I'm probably blowing that up. That's
1: a great bit more, but yeah. he said nice Yeah, no, you guys did a good job. I listened right. to you the other day. Well thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all right. You uh It was okay. okay. I mean look, it's events are one of those topics that's kinda of tough, right? Because like you have to go to get it. You can talk about ice driving, you can talk about standing in a sweaty parking lot in New Jersey, right? It doesn't sound all that great, but you guys shared some anecdotes. You made a light. It was fun. I listened to it. That's all for I'm saying. It's it's the I don't feel, know what they It's a feel I good podcast of the you know, year. I don't know what kind of numbers you guys did, but I think twenty five. Def- <laughs>
0: definitely Twenty five? And like twenty of them were my mom
1: listening to it five. Yeah, you're definitely but, trending <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but This but is going to this is going to be the most listened to Audi Club podcast of all ever, time, right? It's yeah, like ever. you know oh, how like
0: on The oh, Bachelor
1: you yeah. see my mom with There we go. That was oh, like right. this is the most the most right. dramatic. Right.
0: This is gonna be the most listened to Audi Club podcast. I have no idea what you're all talking about. Dude it's a
1: slippery slope. Don't go down. It is. Yeah. Except for Demi? Well, I know. And Dude, Demi is, all right. Uh, we're not getting into this right now, but we'll, we'll talk at lunch about you know, Demi. I, I just, I, I'm just, i sorry. Great. I just
0: read somewhere she's, online that she's interesting.
1: She's did you interesting read first. somewhere online? Yeah, did I did read somewhere online. Uh, she kills people with kindness. And okay. you either love her or you hate her. You want some Audi trivia
0: in regards to The Bachelor? Yes, please. Oh, Let's boy. Get off the Audi R8 owner was on The Bachelor.
1: Yeah. yeah. Former Facebook, now
0: Petrolicious. Yes. Oh, cool. Good yeah, guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He, uh I think he just sold his roof on Bring a Trailer the other day. Did he? Oh, he's yeah. 993. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's BTR, I think it was? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's like... But for, so, yeah, he did not have... He, I don't think he made it that far.
0: Didn't make it to hometowns, you know made, what I'm saying? He made it further than I did. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, all right. Let's get back to Steven's question because it was not about the bachelor. Um, okay. So, he's heard talk uh, at dealerships that they're concerned about their allocations
1: being cut back for gasoline models in favor of e-trons. Okay. So, again... Uh, I, since I'm not kind of on the sales side, I can't really give a a very educated answer for that one. I don't, I don't know how much stock I'd put in that, but again, I don't, I don't touch that. So I can't really, apart from my anecdotal evidence, I can't give you any sort of educated thing on that. Fair enough.
0: So, uh, we'll switch over to Instagram. We got a couple more questions on on Instagram because we also posted there. Yeah. Um, Tommy from, uh, Nemesis. Love Tommy. Love Tommy. Tommy Mihawk. Howdy Wilmington. Yeah, I think there's more question for us. Is is the podcast available on the podcast app? I assume he means the Apple one. We did um, submit that to Apple yesterday. So the first one is probably going to go live today. On And then this, as soon as we publish it. So it doesn't really matter if you're listening to it. Today is today. So this one went live today too. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
1: Um, and some. Yeah. User- oh, by the way, quick shout out to Tommy. Um, two years ago now, I think it was. Right. Uh, we were on our way to Terrytown for the national event, and current president Bud. Oh, that's uh, right. Bud Danemiller's Miller's. Uh, it's is a window regulator, and his TT went down. And we were probably about three blocks away from Audi Wilmington, and uh, we showed up, and they stayed late, did whatever they had to do. They didn't have the part in stock, but they were able to take the door apart, make sure the window stayed up. Uh, Took care of him, didn't charge him anything. So, um, wow. I, they didn't charge him. Yeah, and Tommy Tommy runs that ship. So, um, major shout out to Tommy. Yeah, He's a great dude. Nemesis is like his. It's, just, side it's a side, or, yeah, a side hustle. Yeah. yeah. So they do uh, a lot of aftermarket things. They uh, show to up people the, who want want that sort of thing done.
0: They showed up at water, uh, H2O this year. Waterman's mm-hmm. too. They were at H2O with like um, an RS5 with like he'd gotten a spoiler on the back that looked a lot like those Audi Sport performance bars. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and, uh, pretty coolly built. Yeah. Had some op stuff on it. And, and uh, he's got a great taste. He has a, when I first met him, he had, uh, a four, two, um, S five, blue one. Yeah. Blue one yeah. sprint, blue. sprint blue. And then he had, uh, he ended up getting a, I want to say it was a sprint blue exclusive S five, the new one. And or, I think five no, and then right. Yeah. an RS five. And the, RS five silver. Yes. And then, uh, not sure what he has now because he's, he's got a growing family. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a great dude. Sportback's good for a growing family. Yeah. 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 RS5 mm-hmm. Sportback. And <clears throat> back. So we got a, um, a user by the
0: name of CVZ581. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, there are up. 580 other CVZs on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was just the 581st of them. But yeah, it's like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Let's see here. We'd be curious to know what Audi models are coming up on legal importation age <laughs> uh, that you might be eyeing. So yeah. it's really quick. 25 years or older. Yes. Easy import. Yeah. And uh, we're joking here because this is Chris Van Zant, who is a
1: friend of ours. Who is, I'm, I'm not joking. I have a separate bank account that no. is just saving for a B5. I mean, we're just joking board.
0: about CBZ. Oh, it's, yeah.
1: It's Chris. Yeah, and, yeah. and
0: we have a group on Facebook that's yeah. – um, about looking for these cars because also on that group is Jamie Orr from Orchid Euro who yeah. brings these cars over. Who, frankly, was Chris involved in? I call him Chris sounds so weird. Yeah, his it mom, does. His girlfriend. It does.
1: So Chris and I imported a Land Rover a few years back. Yes, with Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah a Land Rover Defender, and uh, it was it was sad to see her go. But it was right when I moved down here. We didn't have space. It was. It's kind of a comedy of things. Guy offered you some nice green for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to comment on <laughs> it. Flip
0: squad. Right. I'm not,
1: I'm not going to comment on the speculation market, but um, I got my money back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we kind of have been threatening to do another one ever since, but that we can actually keep. Um, and. Well, oh, Chris, so what am I eyeing right now? Kance okay, cool. tends to
0: fall in love with those
1: trucks. Tonight, Dude, he I does. Yes, he does. I can't, does. I can't I go. Him. I can't hate on that though because no. it can do as well. But it was cool. I mean, the not to like derail this thing too much, but. The defender was a non-turbo diesel, it was so slow, it smoked like crazy, it reeked of diesel fumes. Like it was objective. Like it was objectively terrible, but I loved it. Oh, I loved it too. Um I never changed an oil on the rain <laughs> River, but we
0: did that that <laughs> yeah, night. You, know, you we, didn't jack it up. Yeah, we my, did jack we didn't have to jack my, it, didn't have to it up. Jack it up. That, and it you know, <laughs> that night going into we went up to dinner at like this four star hotel near Hershey, Yeah. Hershey. Yeah. So it's kind of a swanky hotel. Yeah. We're driving and I'm following you in a Porsche and you're getting way more attention yeah. than I'm Getting. yeah i mean it was there's the love that goes around, it. It. It's it's that, goes around that yeah that's why we changed maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe they couldn't
1: see me because i was driving in the cloud that's, that's what it was yeah um but yeah okay so what am i eyeing yeah no uh just real life i've got a separate bank account that i'm saving money for a b5 rs4 um, that's
0: gonna be a couple years yeah unless so you're that, legally I'm saving, right. I'm saving
1: i'm saving i looked into legally importing one and it's horribly expensive is it yeah it's um, to Canada it, it could talk to one of the guys it, up in you know, canada here's the thing man I'm not trying to get like I'm not trying to get arrested or something for something no I know but if you like partnered uh, up with like one of the boys at Audi.ca <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. they register it um, but yeah so I have a I have a I have a separate account for that i um, hoping to get one with uh, partial cloth seats the three spokes sport wheel oh I can um, dig that I, I love the that Jacques Villeneuve the green sunroof oh, delete one, good one green car that, that yeah uh, two Bennett had. that two Bennett had, um, uh, which like is it tracks, a track car now. I know, it
0: kills yeah, me, I, mean, I love track cars, but that car was like Jacques
1: Villeneuve. The thing is, it's even done well now because it's got TTRS front brakes, like it's an OEM plus kind yeah. of build. Thing is killer, but, but that, but, that oh, would be a put it in the That's garage. like a one-of-one. One. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ad, so, so Ad Exclusive, Go a Green, former Jacques Villeneuve-owned car yeah. that popped up somehow at one of the imported cars legally and yep. ended up at True Bennett and I think it's owned by one of their customers that yes. he tracks it. Yeah. Um, you got to love him. If you got the money,
1: I yeah. can't afford it.
0: So, so yeah, I, can't, I can I mean, only sit here and be jealous of him. Seriously.
1: Doing. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I definitely have a fund for, for that sort of thing because, again, I mean, coming into it like <clears throat> B5 generation, that's, that's the ultimate, that's, that's what did, I want. Did you
0: ever see the, the, uh, we have a picture of it in the issue of the magazine in the Pirelli layout, but, the yellow. um, the yellow one. Yeah. So Audi built this, I think they only ever built one. It was like, uh, I don't know what they called it, but it was a car that was shown at the Essen motor show and it had the pole position Recaro's from like the TT, you know, TT was yeah. offering those and like the TT sport. Yep. Um, really badass car. Like I'd love to buy a car that generation. To do pole positions, even though
1: probably two, two. Yeah, bad no, I would. Them. Yeah, I would definitely. I'm, 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 pretty thin, so I would do those for sure. Um, and I think Chris Harris drove one a little while back that had. Uh, he was doing like a generational yeah. RS4 thing. And the one that he was driving was a yellow one with pole position, so maybe in that oh, car out of, out of tradition or something. Well, the yeah, AB UK has a pretty large collection, could be. So yeah, that would make sense. It were, yeah, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, even when um, you know uh, when I go over to Ingolstadt and have a couple minutes, and Simon gives me a tour of the vault over there, like, that's usually what I'm kind of flocking towards is the the B5 stuff. Right. Yeah, that's more your area. Yeah, I mean, it's always what, what was cool when you're in high school, right? So right. yeah. <laughs> RS2 though, RS2 came. legal. RS2 is legal. Um, RS2 is legal. RS2 um, Avant. You guys know how I feel about uh, that. I want RS2. No, because they've been legal for a couple of years. Oh uh, no, they have been, but you know, I can't afford one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, RS2. Uh, no, RS2 Avant. Um, the one that Brian from Rotiform did a few <clears> years ago was spectacular. There's a number of them in Europe that are. Pieced together very very well with an aftermarket flair. There's another couple ones that you know obviously they are all stocked that I'm are spectacular. Think I'm going to go on a tangent here for a second. It's no. cool. I think uh, I think the Club should own one. If you're going to,
0: well, that's a whole other <laughs> discussion. But like, so where I'm I'm thinking about this more from a personal boondoggle standpoint. Yeah. Do you buy an art? Because a good RS two nowadays is probably about forty grand. That's where it starts. Right? Yeah. So that's a that's a six figure yep. m- kilometer. Yeah. Um, some wear and tear on it to like I've seen the most high is 80 grand for like a really pristine low mileage one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So an Audi eighty quattro Avant, same gen, yeah. with like a nothing engine, yeah. we're probably talking about a thousand euros.
1: Yeah, something so, like that.
0: So do you buy where I'm going with this? <laughs> oh, No. Buy a thousand <laughs> euro eighty quattro Avant, mm-hmm. tear it down to the chassis, yeah. put a put the modern 2.5 TFSI in
1: it,
0: or mm-hmm. Carl pole positions, because you can do it.
1: Yeah, and why not? You got money. And paint it whatever – let's say mint green because that's really period correct. And, yeah, you know, so they up. actually – I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but they have a mint green – not a mint green, but it's like that jade green um, uh, RS2 over in the collection in Germany. Do they? Yeah, but – um you see the gray sedan? Would I – PX old car? Yeah, I, just, I saw that. <laughs> would I do it? Um, I, look, if you're feeling <laughs> ambitious – you could build totally that car for the engine would be what fifteen grand, twenty grand. Uh, yeah, something like that. But I mean, you could you could be put in it for you. You could be super ambitious and go for something like that, and and I think we'd all love you for it. And if you find a very very safe. Home <laughs> my, life, Club, my wife would not love. But me. like <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's one of those things where it's only going to be worth what you put in it to you. Yep. Whereas with the RS two, it's got the VIN. It's always going to be an RS two. So you put the you know. Put whatever wheels, put whatever suspension, put whatever brakes on it you want, set them on a shelf somewhere, piece it all back together and sell it to somebody and check that box. It's, and a, move it's on. very much the collectible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, if you're looking to just make something that's really cool, totally go for it. Just saying. Yeah. No, no, no. I got
0: it. It's a good question. It's like all those people buy like the nothing land rovers and then build them up to like each <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Could you, is there a market for that in the 80? Yeah. It's before 80. It's tough. It well, I'm pretty sure you're not the only person who started that, George. Yeah. You know something people? I know? Yeah. No. Josh Pashaus or somebody building <laughs> one of these cars yeah, that right. I got to go find out more about. Somebody who's way more handy than us. Yeah. Somebody for sure. I, I know how to build websites <laughs> <laughs> and sort of know how to make a podcast. Yeah. But I don't know how to build a car. So that's a problem. <laughs> um, all right, so more questions from Pants. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I'd love to hear about some of the more memorable Addy exclusive builds you've seen in your time at headquarters.
1: <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so the one that sticks out immediately, just because it's most recent, was when I was in English a couple weeks ago. They put us in uh, a mocha latte, so it's like the sort of forerunner tan kind of color. RS4 Avant, black optic. With matching stitching, and then they also carried the color through to the uh, the beltline trim. it sounds like it'd be, it be might be a bit much, but it, I thought it was fantastic. They also had a Nagaro blue one next to it that mm. was the same general stitching, all that kinds of stuff. Um, here locally, oof, there's the Skittles cars are great. Um, Kyo's mocholate are seven, Kyo's uh, mocholate are, are a seven was nice. really really cool. Um, <laughs> Scott Reynolds, who used to do all of our auto show cars team for fun. us, and is now, yeah, he's the captain of Team, team Fun, and he is a area sales manager in L.A. Uh, he had a Mexico Blue? Uh, Riviera. And I, and I think that car may have just popped up on the
0: market. It Isn't was pre facelift, well, yeah. it Was
1: it Black Optic? Pre? No, it was pre-facelift allo-optic and it had non-sport seats this was pre-facelift black optic so I think his, it was one the people saw Scott's car and ordered yeah so his car showed up and that was super super cool um, we went through a we don't do all that many exclusive cars here internally but we did a few that were in like Porsche gray black which is sort of two tones darker than Nardo um, okay. on a TT and then on an S4 with black optic and those are both super super sharp um, and then uh Philip brabeck who's head of product, has a Bentley Red, it's like a Bentley RS5. Berhingy, that was RS5, hot. Uh, which is, is really, really cool. That? Yeah, he still has it, which is really, really cool. Um outside of that, and private dealer stuff. Uh you oof, know what Greg just showed us. The best we of all was up. Chalk.
0: Oh dumb. Porsche chalk. <laughs> no, he got <laughs> it's on he got a couple cars built, so it was S five uh, support pack?
1: R S five? R S five S Q five. Oh, I was an SQ5 so, yeah, right. George has a big affinity for the Porsche color chalk. I'm not seeing it. Um, that's not to say that he's wrong; that's just to say that I don't agree. But I would say that <laughs> very, the when you very when, diplomatic of Yeah, yeah. When you look at the the cars that we've seen, larger. Um, <coughs> Rupert Stahlers R7. Verdant. Verdant green, that was pretty pretty clutch. Okay, I like that. One. Uh, there was a verdant <clears throat> green RS4 when I was over there. A verdant weeks ago. verdant green cool. is like a metallic kind of gold on the more gold side of green. It's yeah, a Bentley it's, color. It's right. It's darker than Sonoma, but it's lighter than good, right. but it's a little more gold than Sonoma. Right. Yeah. Um I would say that was good. Uh Audi Pittsburgh really seems to put together some fantastic stuff for dealer stock. It, Nothing's really sticking out right no, now. Was they the, do some wild
0: stuff. It was the sales manager who's no longer there. So they're oh, not really. doing as much anymore. Oh, okay. The last time I saw, when we did the first Oktoberfest, we did that. Have you ever yeah, seen Cumulus Blue in yeah. Perfect yeah. In, in person? Yeah. So they had a Cumulus Blue red leather um, that's, yeah, that's S5 Sportback at Oktoberfest the one year. Pat McCullough built that car. Like he specced it with a. That's cool. Pat McCullough um, is a good guy there who works at Audi. Pinsport.
1: Walters Audi in uh, Riverside does a really nice job. Miami obviously is going to do it big but I would say it's that Miami. my favorite one so Miami did a
0: Miami does a lot of Merlin purple. Yeah, they Yes do, which I love.
1: So Miami did the Merlin purple RS7 performance black optic car with carbon ceramics that <laughs> oh was incredible and I think uh, Greg told me it sold like immediately and yeah. I, I back that up it's great color but I would say that my favorite one of all time that I'm aware of at least while I've been working there, is the Sonoma Green Black Optic RS3 that Walters and Riverside had. That's checking all the boxes for me. That's it. Done. Big fan of the green, huh? Big fan of the green right now. Um, Although it's weird. On Porsche, I trend blue. Um, But on the Audi's right now, I'm I'm trending more towards the green side. Um, I would also say that uh, I've got a pretty big soft spot for RS3 it's a great size, it's a great motor, it's a great car, so, um, as as, boxes. right, yeah, yeah, and it's, like, borderline attainable for a lot of people, yeah, um, and I don't really think, you know, I'm sure M2 Competition's a great car, I've never driven one, but, um, I can imagine for, you know, $50,000, 60000 like, that level of performance outside of a Corvette, I guess, is really tough to beat, and that's even apples to oranges, so it's not really a comparison. I guess the ad exclusive I fell in love with was um,
0: I don't know who built it. Garvis says Garvis, <laughs> Scott Reynolds says Scott Reynolds, but the Goodwood Green R eight B ten plus yeah. brown leather that was at New York Auto Showing. Like yeah, that three was, years ago now. That was very good.
1: Yeah. So is that what's next? I, that's we all. More questions reader from, from submitting questions. Really? Okay. Yeah that's cool we're, we're we we're really gonna... posted this last night yeah, forethought no, is not our forte <laughs> no I got it Um, I, what, what came through we're, we're all very good yeah the ones that I can answer at least yeah so um, RS6 is coming next week then <laughs> I have no idea no idea no comment <laughs> uh, yeah so that's about it thanks for stopping Will. yeah no Thanks. thanks for having me you guys are going to keep this up right
0: we're gonna keep this up. We're gonna try and shoot for monthly now, and then okay. um, if we can go faster cadence, we will. A lot of that will come when you know we start doing events. Um, I was not the most prepped for. I was in Daytona last week and at the QA launch, so we could have. been you know, thinking of the different people that were at those events um, would have been cool to do, but you know, a race without the proper mic equipment. Yeah, it's gonna it's be tough. Tough to do. So, yeah, I um, want to try and find out. Paul says, uh, Paul. Truist from Audi Club knows uh, Ryan Eversley who's doing the, um, dinner with racers podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian's ex flying lizard. So we might see if we can figure out what they're using. They're actually going to like restaurants and recording at dinner in a restaurant. So you can hear the din of the, of the (laughs) restaurant, but it's not obtrusive. So really great to know what they're using. Mike wise, because I, I think if we could get some sort of, USB mics that can have that narrow band of focus then we could go
1: sit down at like hospitality at at, you know the Audi Motorsport experience yeah Yeah. uh, apologies if I wasn't projecting I'm trying to like look at the levels and seeing sometimes it's a bit bigger than others that's we're we're trying to keep it in that that sweet spot
0: for those who aren't here we're recording on a MacBook Pro right now and and so the mics are one is right near me so I'm probably very loud in this recording and one is right near Bill and then you're kind of in stereo but further away yeah for sure um Anyway, the, the inner working is the little man behind the curtain making a podcast happen. Is that's it? Is, is what we're talking about? He's out here trying to feed a family. Yeah. <laughs> so we go grab lunch and ogle those race cars out there on the way. Oh God, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. sounds good. Well, um, thanks for having me. No, yeah, thank you. I'd Like to come back when uh, when you have some microphones and provide that this goes over well, and I don't get. You know what? <laughs> really, at this
0: point, I'm blatantly copying what Matt Farah does, <laughs> smoking <laughs> tire, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and watching them. They're starting to go back to the same. The same guest right?
1: Well, you know what? Massive shout out to Matt because Matt was able to
0: monetize He's making...
1: and kill the fact that he borrowed oh, someone's car for ten minutes, right? Why? So the guy, is, the guy is a genius. I'm a Regardless, big fan of Matt. Yeah, he does it really well. Yeah. So, all right, not a kiss. So. Right? Is there anybody else that we want to shout out before we any any more plugs? My mom. She listens. She'll. Yeah. What's up, mom? Yeah, and your dad because yeah, my he, dad's definitely. A little we
0: started talking about your dad in the beginning of this.
1: Your dad mm-hmm. comes to like Carlisle every year. yes yeah, does. Yeah, my dad's into it. He he went to. He's so legit. We, I mean, he's yeah. a little too far into the Volvo camp. Nah, but. I hear yeah. <laughs> but we had a um, you know, we had a, a Mark One Rabbit pickup truck that we were working on together for a really long time, and we had a 16-valve out of Mark II Traco and all kinds of other stuff that we were like piecing together. And he's come to Waterfest multiple times and done the whole haggling with Black Forest thing. Um, so now he's. I'm a big fan of Mr. Barber. He's yeah, he's he's pretty into it. I sent him all what I had left of two, my 240 parts. Yeah, yeah was, you did. Yeah.
0: And so, I remember when uh, when uh, Will signed on with you guys, and his dad was just super excited that he was going to be involved with Sweet Speed. And, uh, yeah, you know, Sweet so. yeah, speed, speed, speed was the hug. It was right. like yeah. yeah, the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, he great. Could hear, he happy to hear it, but.
1: Street. Yeah, we have uh, the Porsche thing coming up, so he might come down oh, and cool. will, maybe we'll grab a bite for dinner or something. We should definitely been yeah. forever since we've been to Troves. Kind of got to go to Troves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why well, don't we Oh, oh okay. I thought you meant down here. Yeah, down I don't there. know if Allentown's easier for him or or, or, um, or Hershey, but we'll figure something out. Is he coming to the Porsche thing now? Well, he's not formally on the invite, oh, but he might just come tactics. down and like meet up yeah, with oh, the tech, tech Tactics thing okay. for dinner Yeah, something. for any, so It's like an hour away.
0: Anybody who's in Porsche Club, Bill and I are – or sorry, not Bill and I. Will and I are going to Tech Tactics – in a couple of weeks, yeah. the East Coast, Northeastern, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a really cool event. I'd love it if we do more something more like that. Oh, yeah, we could see if we can. We're looking into it. It's definitely
1: something we could talk about. More to come later. Talk yeah, later. we
0: we don't talk about future events. Just we like don't <laughs> talk about future products. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't comment on future products. Do we um, comment on future tech tactics? Or future tech-oriented events that aren't tactics. Hard to set. any club bills. Hard to say. No, I'm sorry. We, we got the
1: adding club events guy here, so we can. Right, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm unable to. <laughs> confirm or deny. Cool. Well, yeah. If there's no other takeaway from this podcast, then at least you guys have a blanket statement of what you can say when you don't want to comment on something. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, again, thanks for having me. Um, happy to come back uh, maybe at a later date with some microphones and microphones. talk shops. Like we'll have our own studio
0: studio. Yeah. So we, yeah. And we won't have the guys, the, 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 the warehouse behind the office. Got Taken over by a oh, really? by a landscaping company, all I need to do is split wood they, the, make, the way they're making their winter money is by dropping off loads of wood on that you know, that cement slab where we yeah. used to shoot cars, <laughs> yeah. And they'll drop like a load of wood out there, like shakes the whole building, and then they split it on a splitter all day long, and it's wonderful. It's a really, I mean, I'm sure they're very nice people, I don't mean it that way, but that sounds like good business. It's not great for recording podcasts, no, it's not, no. You know, like as you heard in the first one with siren, yeah, traffic, and, police car. Yeah, this is know. a lot more insulated than the first. Well, I think we're gonna we're deep inside. We it. will you know set this space should. up in your in the in the Audi tradition back cave to yeah. <laughs> to be a studio. <laughs> Done. I think that's what we should do. We'll have a camera mounted here, and yeah. We'll have a TV in here. Mm-hmm. All right, it'll be perfect. I think. It's a little echoey. Maybe we need to put some sound deadening. It's a sound deadening. We down deadening in here. We'll look at Will being like. MacGyver with his sound ending with a jacket. Yeah, I was wondering what he wanted to do well, with my jacket. Oh, but. That's probably why he's so – his input levels are so much lower. I know. So and you and I are kind of booming on yeah, this. He's, he's like – we're such amateurs around yeah. <laughs> oh, well, the Oh, well, the other thing, one last question from yeah. CBZ. He was yeah, wondering – t- but it was you kind of already touched on it, which was what 2019 holds for Will Barber. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so it's, it's – it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I've got a, so I'm, I'm obviously you know all the work events and things like that so I'll be at uh, hopefully I'll be in Monterey again um, I'll be at Waterfest uh, I'll be at Carlisle um, are you going to Carlisle yeah I'll be at Carlisle oh your I'm dad come down yeah, yeah I'm solo open. Carlisle
0: he's okay. going to I'm, I'm doing painting experience
1: cool yeah. well I will uh, I'll be there that's kind of what's going on from a, a club perspective and then um, you know National's going to be run out of Leesburg which is where I live currently So that makes it super convenient for me. Um, I'll be there again. We should have an event at Will's house. We should. (laughs) So on that topic, I'm uh, am I in a move? Oh right, you're going downtown. (laughs) Downtown, yeah. Downtown DC. So So by the time uh, National happens, you will not be right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to move into DC. Um, So R.I.P. to my savings. (laughs) And uh, outside of that, you know, just hoping to wake up every morning, ride my bike a little bit, get a sunburn. The usual stuff. with Charlie. Yeah, hang out. So does Charlie go with you to D.C. or does no. Charlie stay with Ryan? No, Charlie's a uh, – country. That is – Charlie's the, Charlie is the baby. dog. Yeah, that's Ryan's baby. So, no, Charlie uh, Charlie and I, we're going to have – work got some sort of visitation, but <laughs> we can figure it out. Should we do any more on The Bachelor before we shut no. down? No. No? no.
0: Colton? eighteen, Colton or no? We'll I, know, talk, I, know I know the answer to that. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about Colton lunch. He seems like a nice guy. Really, that's... All right. I mean, on that note, I guess we're not... This isn't going to be the most dramatic podcast <laughs> ever. Because we can't talk about Elton. I no idea. The only Dalton I know is from... Roadhouse. You know what Demi, dude. Don't stop. You can play dumb all you want. But like... Only because I read about her on Facebook. That's Facebook. all. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I just saw... I just saw Roadhouse the other day. So that's the only Dalton I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hang I'm with my Andrew. man, Andrew Poole. Yeah, that's, we'll that's my bachelor tie. Although I don't think he has the R8 anymore either, so I wonder what he's driving now. Petrolicious, drop a note. I'm going to stop this. That's it for now. The Unfair Advantage podcast is a product of Audi Club North America, org,
1: Or check us out on most social media platforms at Audi Club N.A.